Welcome to On Air, the CFM podcast. For over 50 years, CFM Distributors has been your leading HVACR wholesale distributor in the Midwest. In this HVACR podcast, you'll hear from employee owners of CFM Distributors who will provide you with stories, experiences, resources, and ideas to better your business. You can find more information and episodes on our website at cfmdistributors.com or email us at info at cfmkc.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to CFM On Air's podcast. My name is Pat Thomas. I'm the Director of Refrigeration for CFM Distributors. And today we're going to go over some refrigeration technology that's out there. You're going to see more prevalently. This is the Quick Response Controller by Heatcraft. Uh, we sell the bone line of Heatcraft, so everything will be labeled bone. The Quick Response Controller is an all-inclusive setup where you have an electronic expansion valve that also doubles as your solenoid valve for pump down. You're actually controlling real-time superheat with a pressure transducer and a suction line temperature sensor. And you have a thermistor for return air temperature. You also have a thermistor for your defrost termination and fan delay. So this is all included into this controller and it comes factory set up, three-year warranty. Just want to go a little bit over some of the setup installation uh, things that you might want to look out if you start using this system. Let's go ahead and go over and let's look at the board real quick and I'll show you how the interface works. This is the quick response controller board and you see you've got an interface here that's going to actually tell you what the system is doing. Currently we're in an off mode right now and the actual temperature that it's reading. Uh, all of these sensors are a negative temperature, temperature coefficient sensor, they're 10k ohm sensors, they're color coded basically for the factory. Uh, but they are the same sensor and actually each new unit will come with an extra sensor. It's kind of hard to see back here, but we've got one tucked away. All the replacements will be in a white cord. Um, we're going to look at some of the other things that actually show you how to interface with the system. We have a program review, an enter button. This is your select information button, which would be rolling back and forth to whatever selections and an enter button basically to tell you, hey, we've, we've picked the parameter we like. We've got a clear and a test button, a forced service button, which basically puts a system to sleep if you're doing service on it, a monitor button to where you can actually see the step position open or closed of the expansion valve, temperature sensor readings, suction pressure readings, the actual uh, last time it was in defrost for how long. Also, you'll be able to see the actual board voltage that the board is actually seeing. That's on the monitor button. You have the force defrost button and a reset time button, which actually kind of resets any counters or delays that we may have. All right, everybody, this is the business end of the quick response controller. So this is the refrigeration connection area with your electronic expansion valve right behind the quick response controller uh, control board. Uh, we spoke earlier about the replacement sensor that comes with each one. Here it is. Again, they're all white doesn't make a difference on the color it's again for the factory so they know where to put it uh, they're all 10k ohm sensors so that could replace your your any temperature sensor that you've got that's here so a couple of things I'm going to kind of point out the electronic expansion valve is also your solenoid valve so that actually closes down hundred percent if there was a power outage there is a capacitor on the board that's going to make this valve close all the way down so if there's a power outage, this will close all the way down. And so when you first get for installation, this evaporator, 
don't power it yet, this valve is set in a halfway open position. So that gives us the ability to pull a vacuum. So basically the valve's open, we can hit both sides of it. So this valve, if we do power it, it's going to close. It's going to go into its mode where it's, set, it's getting ready to do a refrigeration cycle and this valve closes all the way. So if you think that you're gonna have power to it but you haven't done your evacuation, you can come back over to the board. You'll see the, the harness here goes back here. There's a three wire connection. Go ahead and pull this connector off and that'll leave the expansion valve in that halfway position, okay? Um, when you're servicing these valves, there is only one way this connector goes on. And that's with the gray cord kind of coming out. If you're looking at the flat part of this stepper motor, the L, that gray cord's gonna come out that way. And the reason being is this terminal is a little bit larger than the rest, so it only goes on one way. I have seen it where people have forced it on, not thinking it was a directional valve, and forced it on the wrong way, and the stepper motor won't open and close the way it should. The signals don't work right, and uh, it may be in some funky positions and, and won't meter correctly. So that's our electronic expansion valve. Again, that doubles as our solenoid for pump down. This actually has a sensor for your suction line. So the way we do superheat is you would program the board, tell it what refrigerant we're on, and basically it's PT chart in there. It's gonna look at the suction pressure, and it's gonna look at the suction temperature. Two things on this. If you're going to pressurize when you're doing an installation and you're gonna go above 300 PSI, I recommend unhooking the wire from the pressure transducer and unscrewing it. There is a valve core here and you're not gonna lose anything. Matter of fact, here is a suction transducer and if you look inside, you'll see there is a depressor there. Over 300 PSI, go ahead and pull it off. Screw it back on when you're done after your leak check. Hook it back up and everything's good, okay? Uh, the other thing that I wanna make sure that everybody understands, before you brace this suction line in, the suction line temperature sensor is actually in a ball well on the suction line. So before you brace this line, make sure that you pull this blue wire out, pull the sensor out, or it will melt. Uh, the reason we did get extra sensors is we had a lot of issues where uh, people were pulling the sensor out, get too hot, and it would burn up, and no one would know until the, the system wasn't operating right. So again, that sensor is an extra right there if that does happen. So that's checking our suction line temperature, suction line pressure, real-time superheat. For our defrost termination and fan delay, we've got another sensor here that's on the tube sheet. And then for temperature for the box, we've got a return air temperature and a sensor on the back on a clip on the back of the evaporator. So that's how we check our room temperature. On the other side, electrical side of the evaporator, there for the air defrost, it's just a 115 volt transformer. Uh, I've got a transformer out. We don't really need to look at the backside, but just be understanding that on the electric defrost, or if it's a 240 volt coil, it may be air defrost. It's a multi-tap transformer. It is tapped at the factory at 240 volt. And the thing that you want to make sure is if you do have a 208 volt job that you pull the tap off and put it on the 208. Otherwise, we get low voltage to the board and the system will not act right. It'll actually do some funky things, some erratic responses on the board, 
some erratic movements on the expansion valve or the sensors because it's not getting the correct voltage. So remember, if you have a 240 volt system and it's 208 and not 240 volt, the factory will tap at 240 and you move the tap over to 208 if you have a 208 volt system. Well, thank you for watching CFM on air. Uh, that's all I've got today for the quick response control refrigeration system. Uh, some further podcasts, we'll get into the newer intelligence system. And I'm going to have some refrigeration minute uh, videos that I'm going to put out that kind of go over uh, the EEVs, uh, how to diagnose problems with them, uh, going into a little bit more uh, what you might see on the newer DOE 2020 units, and some different things uh, service-related that you know, may be helpful out there in the field. Uh, for the first five people that give me a like and, uh, or give me a, an email uh, with any comments back, uh, I will send you a CFM bone heat craft uh, glass mug. So I really appreciate you watching. We've got a lot of uh, people here doing these podcasts, keeping the information out on all of our products we carry and, and some of our specials going on. Very informative information. So thanks again. appreciate it. Everybody have a good week. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. You can tune in each Tuesday right here for new episodes. If you'd like more information, visit CFM's website at cfmdistributors.com or email us at info at cfmkc.com.